Welcome to Fifth Words, We Need New Stories. Episode 2, Ken's Story. The Karate Master's Son Has Big Dreams. Written by Zodwanyoni and directed by Anastasia Osei-Kufur. Hi. Just give me a second. Your order will be ready in a second. Take a seat. Would you like some rooibos or biltong while you're waiting? Yeah, yeah, help yourself. It's on the house for the delay. <laughs> oh, you like them? Yeah, people always comment on the figurines and pictures. I'm Zimbabwean, so we always have the big five. Lion, elephant, buffalo, leopard, and rhino represented somewhere in our houses. <laughs> this restaurant is practically my second home now. The woman in the picture, that's my mother. Ah, she was something special. This restaurant is dedicated to her. You see, my mother was a black belt in karate. Like Bruce Lee's straight blasts, she could knock out my nightmares for tormenting me. Her kicks sent seismic ripples across the city. She was the most feared fighter in all of Zimbabwe. No man or supervillain would ever think to cross a black woman who could save the day, play a keyboard, play a guitar, sing in the choir, touch a piece of fabric and then zap, couture in African print. <laughs> she could do all this and have time to get back home to conjure feasts from seeds and drops of water for the entire community. You'd think she was a marvel ahead of her time or a magical creature. <laughs> but we were both born in a town known for myths and legends. Extraordinary was just so ordinary to us. I promise you, this is not hyperbole. <laughs> My life was set up like a movie. My origin story begins in a town called Karoi. It is known for conjuring folk tales of witches and wizards being thrown into the Angwa River. Their spirits rose to seek vengeance on those who cast them away. It was said that the giant serpent Nyami Nyami swam in Kariba Dam. It fed on disobedient children who stayed up past their bedtime. The stories never scared me. I wanted to have my own Indiana Jones adventures. <laughs> I thought I could handle anything until I was a hormonal teenager trying to be James Bond suave in front of a girl at Mandevu's drive-in cinema. Then I wished I was built tough like Rambo or the Terminator. <laughs> there are movie references for every phase of my life. Just before my 21st birthday, I was told I would be moving to join my aunt in England. I thought to myself, Ken, we are shifting genres here. The action fantasy days of your life are about to become fish out of water. <laughs> I had done small local flights, but this journey was like traveling through Dr. Strange's interdimensional portal. The sticky heat morphed into the Siberia cold. Okay, <laughs> maybe that is an exaggeration. But for an African boy, this was an out-of-body experience. 
London was fast and chanting ziga ziga. The Spice Girls mania spun me around and around. I didn't even have time to feel the cold for too long. I popped on my headphones, shuffled my newly bought HMV CDs, and rode the tube in all directions. <laughs> my aunt was my Yoda, my Mr. Miyagi, who imparted wisdom. She said, the best way to get to know the place and its people was to be of service at their most vulnerable. She placed nursing books in my hands. I never became a nurse ratchet, more like a Greg Fokker, <laughs> who had to keep reminding people that nursing is not just a profession for women. When a new job came up, I hit the road up the M1 and moved to Nottingham with my family to work at City Hospital. Not everyone gets to see humanity on the brink of life. I cared for critical trauma patients who'd come in on stretchers. I'd pray that they'd walk out with extra lives like Catwoman. <laughs> There've been plenty moments where make-believe and reality have bled into one for me. You know that bit in the movie when the main character is feeling a great transformation coming? After six years, I felt mine coming. I realized that every person I'd cared for no matter if they were Italian, Zimbabwean, Pakistani, or Scottish, they had become a part of my story and I theirs. I was no longer a fish out of water. I was home. We were a community. We were all Nottingham. <laughs> God, this is turning soapy. Welcome to the next chapter of my story. the motivational and life-changing genre. In my transition, I reminded myself that I am the son of the multi-talented karate black belt. She taught me everything is possible and I am forever expanding. I pondered on how healing is more than fixing cuts and bruises. Food is medicine. Food is art. Food is connection. I wanted to feed my people. I opened Bry Flavors, mm -hmm. <laughs> the epitome of my Zim Nottingham identity. As you saw, at the front is a little supermarket selling Southern African foods. If you miss back home and you need Mazoe, Chakalaka, Biltong, Maputi, Romani creams, I've got you. If you are new to Zimbabwean cuisine and you are just hungry, I mean really, really hungry, just come up to this counter and you'll find me in the kitchen grilling finger-licking sumo chicken, flavor-punching brovos, and mouth-watering Zambezi ranch tea steak. Hey! <laughs> Don't play with me. Call me Chef Julia Childs. Call me Chef Auguste Gusteau. And don't think I only do for the meat eaters. My veggie braai will leave you unbuttoning your clothes for your satisfied stomachs to stretch. <laughs> Sometimes I think if Hollywood were to make a movie about my life, it would be Coach Carter-esque. 
a good-looking black man with wisdom stuffed in his pockets and a contagious laugh comes to a new place to heal and inspire. Bry Flavors has an outreach arm. It trains young chefs. I keep them grilling instead of being on the street with idle minds getting in trouble. I ask them who they are and what they want to be. Just like my mother did for me and I saw her ask of herself. She never let her environment limit her possibility. She listened to a creative heart and raised a boy whose big dreams were never made for the small screen. To my son, I am the nurse turned chef turned mentor. He's taken the creativity in our bloodline. He draws and paints. I wonder how my life's journey to Nottingham will inspire his origin story. <laughs> Sorry, I've talked your ear off. Would you like a drink with your order? No? No, thank you. Please, come again. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with others. All episodes in this series are available on major listening platforms and on Fifth Word's website. The next episode in this series is Tulani's story, The Quiet One Left in the Loudest Way, 